Okay, picking up straight off the back of the last episode, I was talking about the importance of connection when you are in that tight bound anorectic space where you are isolated by the lie that who you are is not okay, is not worthy, is not deserving of taking up space, of taking in food, of taking up other people's time. When you are believing that lie, you need to reach out to connections that can help you receive nurture. And I spoke about that in the last episode. What I want to go on to say now is that I believe the connections that heal are both human and divine. Human connections are healing. There, you know, you have got um, wounded and you have got um, off track in the anorexia because of human connections that have hurt, lies that have been believed, lies that have been taken on board in your soul that you've bowed the knee to and they've really taken on more and more of a life of their own. The more we buy into the fact that we're not worthy but we can make ourselves worthy by controlling food and controlling calories and controlling other people's response to us by being good enough, the more we buy into that lie, the more it leads us into the bondage of anorexia. You can hear how um, passionate I am about this because I know that space and I know how tough it gets in that space. And I know that that thing, that anorexia will just about choke the life out of you if it gets a chance. So I am coming against that right now and speaking to you and saying you need connections that can bring nurture into your world. If the connections around you are not doing that, There will be connections that you can tap into that will help to break the back of that thing so that some nurture can come in and then you will be able to reassess the more intimate, the more, um, uh, the closer connections that currently may, you may be reacting to, you'll be able to reflect and reassess and work through the difficulty of some of those so that you can take nurture in the nurture that is there for you that you may currently not be able to receive because of your reactivity that has grown proportionately with the journey of the anorexia. And now I'm moving on to the second point I want to make here, and that is the power of divine connection to reconnect you with life and worthiness and nurture. You know, for me, As I came out of the anorexia, I came out of hospital. Look, a number of things really helped me to heal, to recover from the anorexia. And they were connections that were both human and divine. So let me just unpack that a little bit. In hospital, by coming apart from my family where I was explaining in the last episode, I was so enmeshed. I was so trigger happy. I was not able to look at what was going on around me in my home without feeling that every difficult circumstance, every response of my mum or dad that was problematic, I felt responsible for. That is where the anorexia, the lie, the bowing to that, the food control, that's where that had got me. And if you want to understand that better, I would suggest you read my book, Illuminating Anorexia. It unpacks that in detail. Okay, so that's where I was. But I got removed from that environment. I got admitted to hospital for a period of nine weeks at the age of 15. And 
that was a good thing for so many reasons. One, it probably kept me alive. Two, it gave me a chance to sit outside the tight web of relationships where I was trigger happy. It gave me space to experience myself in relationship to myself, but also in relationship to other people with a different time and space where I could actually, it just loosened up the grip of the anorexia. It allowed me to take in both physical and emotional nurture. And I've got to say for me in hospital, that was way back in the late 70s, I didn't take in a lot more physical nurture. I didn't actually gain weight while I was in hospital. Now that's probably very different to what happens today. The whole purpose of an inpatient admission today appears to be to help get a person's weight back within a normal or a healthier weight range so that you can actually engage in psychotherapy and you can actually deal with the drivers that are keeping the anorexia in place. So that's kind of a difference between inpatient uh, treatment today and when I was admitted as an inpatient in 1978. But back to the point of this episode, when I was admitted to hospital, it did give me a chance to experience myself in relationship with other people in a new way. And I started to hear some things that I could not hear while enmeshed in my family environment in the anorexia. I heard something I'd never heard before, and that was that I was not responsible for other people's feelings. This was just revolutionary. I mean, it may sound so basic to some people listening today, but that was revolutionary. I did not have that in my sense of self. I did not know that truth. I did not know that I was not responsible for other people's feelings and reactions. I felt very responsible for other people's feelings and reactions, particularly by the time I got into the anorexia, particularly for my mother's and my father's to a lesser extent, but particularly for my mother's. I had become very um, enmeshed with my mum and There was a reason for that. You can read about that again in my journey if you are interested. The point is, I started to have the time and space to hear something different and to experience myself differently. You know, when I started to binge in the hospital environment, which I did start to do, it's almost like as the anorexia loosened, as that grip loosened, I was able to start to come into contact with more of my hunger, my emotional hunger that had been so suppressed, bound up in the grip of the anorexia. The anorexia was like a vice around my emotions, saying that I could not have any emotions that caused any problem to anyone else. So I suppressed everything in me that I felt was unacceptable or going to be rejected or problematic for other people, particularly in my family environment. So that's what I had been doing. But when I got into hospital, it's like there was a different time and space and that there was a bit more breath, a bit more space. And I started to binge and the binging absolutely freaked me out. It horrified me. However, I can see that that was part of of the suppressed physical and emotional hunger that was emerging in that more supportive, less trigger-happy environment. And it was a really important part of my moving forward. Oh, there's so much to say here. Please 
shoot me in some questions, Michelle at Michelle Sparks. Com. I know this is going to raise questions. I think I answer a lot of them in the book, but feel free to, um, yeah, hit me up with your questions. I really do want to make this platform as helpful to you, the person listening, as possible. So back to, you know, this experience in hospital. So starting to binge, experiencing myself differently and even experiencing from the hospital staff, the nurses, the hospital staff, they weren't horrified at my behavior. They didn't judge or they accepted where I was at and how I was behaving. And that really started to um, poke a finger in the defense, the wall that I had erected that said I could not be anything less than perfect, perfectly in control. That started to... um, just put a dent in that defense. It was like, wait a minute, when I lose it, when I lose control, when I'm not performing the way I think I need to, I'm not rejected by these people. I'm accepted. I'm given space. I'm given an, a, a sense that I'm okay. There's, a, there's a, a permission here to be more than the restricting, conforming, anorectic good girl. And that was incredibly important to me. Okay, I'm going to come back and pick up where, just with more about the human connections that helped bring healing to me. You can read more about this in Illuminating Anorexia and please feel free to hit me up with questions, michelle at michellesparks.com. And you can Twitter me, MP underscore Sparks. Love to hear from you. Love your feedback. Love your questions. And really invite you to rate and review, subscribe to the podcast so that others can find it. Okay, until next time, travel well.